Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. We've got a wonderful guest here today for Song of the Soul. Her name is Ash Divine, and if anyone knows me, they know I'm horribly drawn to puns. So it will take all of my forbearance to not pun about the beautiful, transcendental, glorious quality of Ash's songs and singing. And you notice how I restrain myself from saying divine, even though that's what I do experience through her music. Ash Devine is self-described as a creator and conveyor of indie folk and Appalachian music, all the more inspirational because she's a solid generation or more younger than my cohort of the folk uprising of the 1960s or so. She also has a real heart for humanitarian clowning, as in that taught and nurtured at Patch Adams Gesundheit Institute, although mostly I experience her as deeply earth-rooted and reflective. But you judge for yourself, as Ash Devine, recently of Asheville, North Carolina, and currently back home in Blacksburg, Virginia, joins us via Zoom. Ash, I am so very, very happy to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. The posts that I see from you on Facebook make me think that you're most at home in nature. Is that at all just a reflection of Facebook's distortion, or is that reality for Ash Devine? <laughs> that is absolutely reality for Ash Devine. I was born here in Blacksburg, Virginia, where I am currently, and I was really lucky to have a lot of time to spend connecting with nature as a child. I did a lot of walking in the woods and even learned to identify some plants at an early age. And it's the Blue Ridge Mountains up here, too. So there's a lot of biodiversity and a lot of interesting geological formations that I became fascinated with as a young person. So it's been a big part of my life to connect with plants and trees and what they have to offer to life on the planet. Are you also a forager? I think probably on Facebook you may have seen when I'm going out and finding elderberries along the road and converting them into jam or acorns, which I've done. Nice. The berries, I've got many quartz that we froze that I picked alongside the roads here. Is that the kind of thing that an ash divine is also going to do? Absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I've pulled over on the side of the highway <laughs> for that very thing. Also, as an adult, I've studied, continued to study herbalism and plants and plant ID and medicine making and things like that. So yes, I'm, I've, I've always got my eye out. This time of year, I'm looking for that apple tree, you know, that apple tree in the abandoned farmhouse yard or something. <laughs> well, let's get talking about Ash Divine and her music. I guess your first name is actually Ashley, although I like Ash better. Is Divine a stage name or is it just the name that just so perfectly fits you? <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both, yes. Yeah, Divine is, is a family name, so it is rightfully my name via my mother. It's an Irish name. My grandfather was named Frank Divine, and he grew up in Brooklyn, New York. 
and it's spelled D-E-V-I-N-E. Tell me about your connection with music. It feels to me like it breathes through you. So I've, I've really come to appreciate deeply your connection with music. But how did it start out? I mean, I think your folks were kind of uh, hippie-ended. Does this come from a lot of song circles around the campfire? Or, or where did it start for Ash Divine? I would say there was some songs around the campfire, but mostly, you know, my mother has been very encouraging for me to learn instruments my whole life. And my father was a drummer, so he had a lot of talent. And I started taking piano lessons, I think at six or seven years old. My mother taught me how to play recorder. And also I played saxophone in middle school band. Wow. And then... I dropped out of middle school and and homeschooled in seventh grade. And that's about the time I was starting to discover the guitar. I had played ukulele in fifth grade music class and been really inspired. I loved playing that ukulele. And there had been a guitar in my dad's house in the corner my whole life. And so I went back and tried to play the ukulele chords on the guitar, basically taught myself, started teaching myself guitar and quickly decided I needed to sell my saxophone and get a guitar. And so my music career then began at about the age 13. Well, how did it start as a career? I mean, did you actually get hired, go out into the world? And- yeah. Well, like I said, my, my mother, whose name is Louise, she got me my first gig. I can't remember how it all came about, but she was always, like I said, very encouraging. And also she's really into folk music and Appalachian traditional music. So she would take me to the old time jam and take me to the Irish music festival and all these concerts. And because I was homeschooling, she's an English teacher. She would have me write papers on the concerts and things like that. You know, (laughs) I guess I always kind of had that performer personality. (laughs) So she got me my first gig in a coffee shop in Blacksburg, Virginia. I remember walking in there with her and her talking to the cashier, you know, this is my daughter and she would like to ask about playing music here, you know, so she facilitated that for me and I'm just very grateful for that. So then I I also played in like another little cafe in Blacksburg and I think I had like a monthly gig there and they would give me $20 and a free meal or something. So that's how it, and then I just started going to open mics and I just kept going. There's a town called Floyd that's nearby here, and they had an open mic. And Floyd is a historically, back in the 70s, all the hippies from the Blacksburg area moved to Floyd and bought a bunch of land and started homesteading and having kids and building little communities over there. There's a restaurant called the Pine Tavern where they would have an open mic every Sunday night. And I'm fast forwarding. This wasn't in the 70s when I went. It was in the (laughs) 90s. And I went there and played almost every Sunday. And those people in the Floyd community really, really lifted me up and helped me along in building myself as a musician. So as an adult, has that been your profession all along since uh, I don't know what schooling you did? Yeah, it's been a big part of what I do. As far as a profession, I'm a very interdisciplinary person. I went to school for theater and community arts for social change. So I've always had an interest in how to use music and the arts as a way to make society a better place or to work for justice in some regard. However, as many of us know, it's difficult to simply play music 
and then make a living. <laughs> so I do a variety of things in order to make ends meet. So I have a degree in, in the community arts and theater, and then I also have a gerontology graduate certificate. I went on to perform in nursing homes and assisted living, and that helped to build my interest in working with older adults on a professional level. So I've also worked in that field quite a bit. I've done many things. It would take a while for me to, you know, typically I had three to four jobs at a time when I was in Asheville before the pandemic hit and everything kind of exploded and changed drastically. I teach lessons. I teach group ukulele workshops. I was teaching kids in an after-school music program. I did some landscaping and gardening on the side. And then also I played gigs in assisted living and nursing homes. And then, of course, in folk music venues. Well, let's get going into some of your music. What do you want to start out with, Ash? Let's start with I Choose You. That sounds like a good one to start out with. But why did you pick it in this case? Because as far as the songs that I've chosen for today... I think it's just, it's a light song. It's upbeat and kind of happy. And, and it also talks a bit about the story that goes along with this song, kind of explains a bit about me and how I've approached music and arts. I've done quite a bit of traveling. And this song I wrote in San Francisco, we'll get to this later in the interview, but I have done quite a bit of traveling with Patch Adams, the MD and clown and social activist so inspired by that, I started doing some clowning and just really spontaneous improvisational performances everywhere I go. And so when I was on the streets of San Francisco, I was busking and making up songs on the spot and running around with my clown nose on in the subways and the buses and trains and everything. And I decided to make a song project called Music in Unlikely Places. This song came from that. So my project was basically bursting into song spontaneously in the most unlikely places, like waiting in line at the bank or <laughs> in the grocery store or sitting on the train where everyone's looking at their cell phones, you know, just suddenly burst into you are my sunshine or twinkle, twinkle little star as if it was completely normal for me to sitting, <laughs> be sitting there singing out loud, you know. <laughs> and it was amazing because people would end up joining in. Because I'd be doing songs that everybody knows on purpose. And people would end up joining in. Sometimes they would come and say, oh, I want to teach you a song that my grandma used to sing. And, you know, here it goes. And uh, it, it was just beautiful. You know, I've always kind of been an anthropologist at heart. So I would carry my little recorder around. And if they had a story, you know, with their song, I would record them singing it and telling the story. So this song just came spontaneously as I was waiting at a bus stop. I wrote this song kind of filled up with that experience of freely running around doing the music in unlikely places. I've always done a lot of improv just kind of naturally on stage, but my travels with Patch Adams, that's a lot of what they do is they show up and they do music and performance and clowning in unlikely places like the ICU unit or the HIV or orphanage or the prison or the, the hospice center or the mental hospital, you name it, you know, those are the unlikely places. And I was trained to go to those places where people are isolated and tucked away from society. So yeah, this project kind of was inspired by that spirit of that is a way to create social change is to 
show up, bring an energy to a place and transform the energy in that way. We're going to experience some of that energy, that playful, uplifting, and I think world-delighting energy of Ash Divine, her song, I Choose You. Divine is with us here today for Song of the Soul, and her song, I Choose You, was released in 2013 on her Blessings on Your Journey album. As you were saying, Ash, it comes out of your experiments with singing in unusual places, Mm -hmm. which, again, it's just one more reason to fall in love with you, that kind of energy in the world. There's so many people doing such good work in the world, and one of them is to lift the spirits. Breaking social convention can bring some critics down on you, but it can also free people to do what they really wanted to do, which was sing along. Right. Have you had to deal with the critics who were like, like that's not an appropriate thing to do on the train? Oh, mostly in the United States, yes. <laughs> Only in the United States have I experienced that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to the, the places where I've done the cl- most of my clowning internationally, We're in South America, Central America, and Southeast Asia, and people are just different there. They're just, you know, (laughs) 
a lot less uptight in my experience. So yes, I think I've had a few people say things like, get a job. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll come up with some witty response like, this is my job. <laughs> you said that you experienced this problem in the U.S., but I imagine there's some places, I th- I'm thinking maybe Asheville is a place where you'd get less censure for singing out spontaneously. What's your experience? Yeah, I would say that's true to a degree. But even in Asheville, there's just a lot of subcultures, too. Well, folks, you can find more about Ash Divine's roots on her website, ashdivine.net. Ash is A-S-H. Divine is D-E-V-I-N-E. It's ashdivine.net. Any questions about spelling, come via northernspiritradio.org. You can spell all three of our words, and you won't spell them wrong. So you can find a link to Ash Divine at any point. Ash, we do need to go on and get some more of your music. As I said, I've already fallen in love with you through your music. There's a spirit that you carry that it seems to breathe through you as you sing. Can you give us an example of some of your songs? Let's go to Sisters of Magic. When I first heard the song Sisters of Magic, I mean, there are two things I thought of. I thought of all the stories of burning witches in the past. And actually, the the kind of plague of that happened as Christianity suppressed local religion or blamed people for having local religion. I thought about that. And I also thought about a song by Ann Hills. If you know her song, Pendle Hill, Mm -mm. you'll enjoy it just listen in. I'll I'll send you a link to it. But the way that anybody who wasn't quite doing the straight and narrow of the church, no matter how good of what they were doing, they got stomped upon because they didn't fit in. Where did this song come from in your heart? Well, my mother, Louise Divine, filled me in on a lot of history that they didn't teach you in school. She told me a bit about the witch trials and how people who were doctors, essentially, they were herbalists and they were healers. They were burned at the stake or drowned in a lake with their hands tied to a Bible. And so that's kind of where that verse came from in the song. Yeah, this song is entirely inspired by stories that my mother told me about the history of the witch trials and and that struggle. And then the names Isabel and Clara are actually the names of my dogs that I had when I was a kid. And I'm not sure. There are some characters in some book that my mother read. So that's how we got the names for our dogs in the first place. So I'd have to ask her. But I really do have my mother to thank for (laughs) a lot of the, what do I say? I just was exposed to a lot of history and, and amazing stories about people that you wouldn't normally hear about in public school through her. We're going to listen to Sisters of Magic. It's by Ash Divine. This is from Bird Must Fly, which she released in 2010. Let's all send our hearts out to all the Sisters of Magic who have not had the fair shake in so many ways and yet uh, who have done their best to make this world a better place. Sisters of Magic. Sisters of magic since the day of birth Side by side, shoulders drawn from east to west Isabel and Clara knew where to find The very 
best medicine Their young days they spent listening to the earth Side by side, this sense the day of birth And come October when frost would lay across the land Isabel gathered the roots, Claire made the medicine Isabel gathered the roots, Claire made the medicine in jars for the winter weeks and come February they travel to town bring into the city the love of the ground bring into the city the love of the ground Isabel and Clara's medicine was of the devil's word So they marched to the house and burned it to the ground Isabel and Clara in the lake were drowned Isabel and Clara to the Bible their hands were bound Isabel carried a careful book made of poplar tree And Clara satchel sewn with sycamore leaves Together they walked through the forest silently Rare under a full moon they could be seen And even though their house is long since burned down The message of their love still grows from the ground Even though their house can no longer be found Sisters of magic still grow from the ground Sisters of magic still grow from the ground Sisters of magic since the day of birth Side by side, shoulders drawn from east to west Isabel and Clara knew where to find The very best medicine Ash Divine is with us here today for Song of the Soul. That's her song, Sisters of Magic, from her release, Bird Must Fly. Link to her is on my site, to ashdivine.net. And as I'm listening to the song, Ash, the question in my mind was, are you more an Isabel or a Clara? Are you a root gatherer or are you the cook? (laughs) I have to say I'm probably both. 
<laughs> I don't like favorites. You know, people say, what's your favorite color? And I say, well, I don't know. Let me just talk for a while to answer that question. <laughs> so this explains something for me. You don't like making choices. And the first song that you shared was I Choose You. That must have been a revelation <laughs> to make a choice. <laughs> I, I would say, I guess the first thing that I would say is that I would be, probably be the gatherer. Well, let's roll right along. What shall we share next? We're going to kind of stay in this vein of earth magic and go to something to say. I think right away of the plants speaking to us that you talk about in this song. Have you read the book, The Overstory? No. Oh, my goodness. You need to. It is a novel by Richard Powers, and it's got many strands that go around it, but it definitely connects so heavily with the trees and the world and the way that we're woven together. It's a marvelous, incredible story. So, cool. okay. It seems an Ash Divine type of thing, but something to say, you refer to the plants having something to say. Is that something you experience? I mean, do you feel communication with plants? I do. And I also just really believe, as I'm saying in the song, that all things on the planet have an energy and have a life, even down to songs. It's so interesting to think of songs as like entities having a life of their own because they travel they transform, they grow and change just like humans do, but they just move through humans as their medium. And sometimes birds and, you know, others may argue that songs move through other things other than humans and birds. But this particular song, I was looking for a plant in the woods called Pedicularis. This is a high elevation plant. I guess it was used by the indigenous people and other frontier people who traveled hiking long, long ways. They would eat it to relieve the pain of traveling for so long and so far. It has muscle relaxing qualities and pain relieving qualities. So anyhow, I went looking for this to make some medicine for sleeping and things like that. And I found a big patch of it in the woods and I happened to have my ukulele with me. And I sat down and just started playing and this song just came through. It wasn't really, it didn't take much thinking or editing, anything like that. So it was kind of one of those songs that I feel was channeled. I don't claim to channel entities or anything like that, but many of the songs I've written have come through like that. It'll just be all of a sudden, the Sisters of Magic was like that too. Just all of a sudden, I'm writing a song. So in that regard, in a way, I, I tend to believe that the plant itself wrote this song through me. I get some ominous feelings in part from this song. It also has a bit of maybe hope or it's like, you better do this or this is going to happen kind of sense I have to it the plants have something to say to us. Is it not a warning message or is it, what, what is the message? Yeah, I would say it is a warning message that we need to listen to the earth and we need to listen to plants and respect life, you know, respect life other than human life, which unfortunately in this United States culture, I can only speak for what I witness here. There seems to be a lot of forgetting about what's truly important. That may be a, just an opinionated statement, but... <laughs> <laughs> it may be an opinionated statement, but it's an opinion that you and I share in common, Ash. 
So let's listen to that message delivered through Ash, maybe from the plants. It's called Something to Say, and Ash Divine shares it as part of her song of the soul here today on Northern Spirit Radio. Yes, the earth. 
Blessings on Your Journey. It was released by Ash Divine back in 2013. That song, Something to Say, was part of that collection. You can find out more about Ash Divine on our website, ashdivine.net. Ash is A-S-H, Divine is D-E-V-I-N-E. By the way, I think it's appropriate that there's a vine in there, (laughs) V-I-N-E. AskDivine.net. And, of course, the link's on northernspiritradio.org. Ash has so many wonderful things to say, and that song conveyed some of them from not just plants, but from a wider sense of the world, the earth speaking to us stuff that uh, often gets drowned out by the culture in the United States, which is so loud, which tries to keep you focused on a tube and a screen, that we drown out enough that we don't get to hear the land. I'm so thankful for you, Ash, for bringing it here to us today. Thank you for having me. So, something to say. You released that back in 2013. I did want to mention that you've got one or two more releases you're trying to get out over this coming year. Obviously, coronavirus makes that more difficult. How can you work on that at all? Are you just writing the songs right now, or how is this working? The songs are already written. What I'm working on is a collection of original songs and then a collection of traditional songs that have influenced me and that I dearly love. So they're going to be two separate albums. And honestly, I haven't been working on it a whole lot lately. It's just kind of on hold because I'm reco- I have been recording. I've started with the original collection and I'm recording it in someone else's studio. So it's really just a matter of getting back in the studio making time for that, which, you know, up until now, it's been kind of that stay at home and stay in place thing. And now I think we're looking at how we can safely be in the studio together, work on finishing the tracks that I've already started there. Well, I want to get some more music from Ash Divine on this program, Song of the Soul. What should we share next, Ash? Let's go to Fly Little Bird. This song is dedicated to a friend of mine who took his own life. So it's really about saying goodbye to someone in the most loving way possible. It's about letting go of someone and that you don't want to let go of. So just kind of that self-comforting in grief and loss of someone that you love. And then also, you know, trying to send them love and send them a blessing on their way. I do have a music video that I recently, a friend of mine helped me make for this song that I It's not on my website yet, but I I think I'm inspiring myself right now to put it up. So stay tuned for that. If you send me the link, I would be happy to link it to this program so people could watch the video. That's a great idea. I'll definitely do that. So we will have a video from Ash Devine connected with this song, Fly Little Bird, which is from her Blessings on Your Journey release back in 2013. Here is Fly Little Bird. Do it. 
sometimes feels to me as I listen to Ash Divine sing that I hear spirit breathing through her lungs being sent into the air. I have the sense that with that song, Fly Little Bird, that it was a blessing. And it comes from her recording, Blessings on Your Journey. Thank you for sharing it. I know it's a vulnerable thing to share a song about someone that you've loved and lost. Appreciate that you're willing to be vulnerable enough to share that with us here today. Thanks, Ash. Absolutely. There's a video. I'll have a link to the video that Ash has made with probably someone else's help, too. I don't think you're a videographer. Oh, well, I'm a pretty good videographer. But yes, someone else did the video, and I will put some info on him as well. I could spend all day walking with you in the woods and feel that my day was fruitfully spent. But (laughs) I I think our listeners would really appreciate hearing some more of your music. So shall we go for that? What's next? I would like to do Sing Your Medicine next. What sense are you using medicine in this song? Yeah, it's like sharing your gift, the simplest way to put it. And this song talks about my travels, how you can find some really profound moments with strangers when you're traveling and if you're just open to it. This is not on any album that you've released yet. Is it going to be part of one of those two that's upcoming? It is. So I'm looking forward to that. I hear strings on this one, like cello. And, you know, I'd like to have a string quartet on this one if I can manage. Folks, we don't have the string quartet on this version. (laughs) This is just a a home video that, in this case, Ash Divine is doing for us. But she'll have reinforcements in the full recording that will come out soon. But in the meantime, I think you're still going to be transported to that place of spirit healing and adventure in Ash Divine's song, Sing Your Medicine. I met a woman, she was wise. I saw God in her eyes. She taught me how to feel. She said, remember who you are where you world is in a time of healing and sing your medicine sing it loud sing it long sing it proud feel your feelings feel them out to grieve and let it out. I met love in a stranger. He steered me from danger. He wore a cloak of truth. He said this is a healing road. Traveler, be brave. Traveler, be bold. And love strong. Love out loud. Sing your song. Let it out. Feel your feelings. Feel them out. 
magic in these tears Freedom from our ancestors' fears We are in this together We will stand behind each other fortunate to be welcomed into the home of Ash Divine for today's Song of the Soul. I'm doing this interview via Zoom, but most of your music, we've been sharing studio recordings you're doing. It's really sweet that you share this one, even though maybe the quality is not what you'd call studio quality for that song. Uh, Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) But the quality of both the lyrics and your singing definitely carry it to that place. So we've got just a little time left for Song of the Soul today. How shall we conclude your Song of the Soul? Well, the grand finale is How Can I Keep From Singing, which is traditional Quaker song, actually, or is believed to be. (laughs) It's believed to be, yeah. Peter and Annie, I don't know if you know the people behind the Rise Up Singing songbook. Yeah, I don't know them, but I have that book sitting right over here, actually. Yes, and they do explain that a lot of people do think of this as a Quaker song. There was a verse written by a Quaker that is included in the Rise Up Singing book. But where did you connect with this song? Actually, you know what? I think the first time I heard it was Enya's version. Yeah, I listened to a lot of Enya when I was a young person. So that's the first time I heard it, and then just through being part of lots of traditional song circles and everything else. I've heard, you know, Pete Seeger's version. And and then when I was getting ready to make this video that we're about to listen to, I looked up lots of different versions of it and pieced together the verses that I liked. I want to talk briefly about the story of what inspired me to make this video. It was on September 11th, 2017. The Hurricane Irma was about to hit the Gulf Coast of Florida. And everyone was bracing for a terrible storm and lots of destruction and flooding. And my grandmother lives in Florida and she was in a seven foot storm surge warning area, but she refused to leave her house. My family and I were calling her every day. I was like, okay, I'm going to call her and try this other strategy of convincing her to (laughs) at least go to her sister's house two hours away you know, which is on higher ground in central Florida. But she refused to leave her house, you know. 
not only there was that, and then it was September 11th. So there's the, you know, the heaviness of that date and the, the, the grieving and the, all those feelings about September 11th and what happened here in this country on that date. So that night, it was supposed to make landfall. I was in Port Townsend, Washington. I had gone there for a summer tour and to visit that place, which is very dear to me. And I was staying in a friend's trailer out in their garden. And so the video is me in that trailer. And I just, I was very upset, you know, worried that I was going to lose my grandmother, that she would be washed away in a storm. And I just randomly decided to sing that song to comfort myself. And I tuned my guitar down to that open tuning that I'm playing in. And it was just sort of very intuitive choice, just following my instinct to work on this song. And so I sang it over and over and over again for about three hours and finally decided I'd just make a video. So it was all very spontaneous and it's very improvised, but something about the quality of my emotions at that moment really helped to shape how I sang and played that tune and the combination of lyrics that I chose to use. So that's the story. She, she ended up being okay. <laughs> she ended up making it through, but that song was my prayer. Wow, what a powerful way for us to conclude your Song of the Soul. Again, Ash Divine has been here. Her website is ashdivine.net, A-S-H-D-E-V-I-N-E, ashdivine.net. The link's on northernspiritradio.org. This traditional song, How Can I Keep From Singing, carries just one small part of the spiritual and emotional power that is channeled through Ash Divine's music. Please go to her website and check out more of her music. Keep up with her because there's a couple more albums coming in the next year or two. I'm so very happy to see you face-to-face as we do this over Zoom, to just see both the light shining through you and the spirit being channeled through your words and music. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a wonderful time. I hope we stay in touch. I'm looking forward to it. So here we are. How can I keep from singing? Enjoy this, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Keep from singing.
grows Songs in the night it giveth No storm can shake Our inmost calm Music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.